the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. So I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. I try not to complain too much because my problems are really not bad problems in the world, all things considered. Right now, where is hell on earth? Is it in the GameStop accounts? Is it, is it, is it in the unemployment lines? Is it? I think it's in Perth, Australia. I come from a land down on the crikey. Could always get worse. No, I'm not talking about wrestling alligators and losing. Although I've seen that happen. I'm talking about the fire. They are having forest fires, wildfires on top of COVID again. And I, I go, was it? Wait, wait. Weren't the wildfires really bad in the last year, two years? Like, now I can't even tell historically. Because it's been such a, let's stay at home, watch CNN, CNBC, let's watch Fox, let's watch whatever we have to watch to get us through the times. And I'm like, they, they're wildfires. I know that, okay, theirs are different than California's. California's are in the fall and late summer, and theirs are in the winter slash spring because they're down under. The clock and the water goes the wrong way. Yes, clocks run backwards. The driver's wheel is in the trunk. Yes, yes, yes. It's all coming back to me now. It could always be worse. And again, right there I go, think about fire insurance. <laughs> I know you're saying, really? Yeah, I'm actually thinking about fire. Like, you always have to look at the stuff as don't rate me. Three days down, and so far, three days up on the stock market. We seem to be fighting our way back. We're like an 80s rock music segment in a Rocky Balboa or any sort of movie where the hero has to rise. It could be uh, it could be a high school skier who has to tackle the K-9. Cue the music video, right? Three days in a row, Wall Street's gone down, and three days in a row, it fights back. It's like a WWE wrestler. Hit him with a chair and hit him with a chair and it's a standing nine count. He doesn't get to 10. Hit him with a golf cart. He's back down. He can't, he can't possibly get back up. Oh, you got back. He can't kill this market with a golf cart, let alone aluminum chairs. It keeps getting back up. Am I fascinated by that? I'm not. PayPal, eBay, Hershey, Yum Brands, Bristol Myers Squibb, Parker Hannafin all had earnings beats. Clorox, Qualcomm, and Corvo are all down after having earnings beats, but guidance not so great. Qualcomm was fascinating. Qualcomm was like, we missed sales expectations, but we did everything we could to meet every sale, and we were just a little supply constrained. 
We are going to have a great quarter. We're going to have a great year. 5G is all that in a bucket of chicken. The colonel has called and said, we want that secret recipe to 5G. Qualcomm says, we got it. Our licensing's all that in a bucket of chicken, colonel. And the colonel's like, we want it. And Qualcomm's like, you got to wait. We got too much demand. You can't have the 5G 13 original secrets. And the colonel's really angry, and he he storms away. And, Qual- and Qualcomm's down. Great quarter. Great earnings. Great outlook. Couldn't meet demand. To me, that feels like overbought. I know you're saying, that's a long way to get to the point, Rob. I own Qualcomm, and I've more than doubled my money in the last three years. It, it To me, it feels a little pricey. But again, we're all different. We, we all, I mean, I don't look at poop for a living, but I looked at poop for a living. We all poop differently, I think, right? I don't remember eating corn. I know you're saying you're going too far. Yes, that's true. It's one of my most famous lines ever from leaving a bathroom. Anytime you leave a bathroom in a large group, say the Metropolitan Opera, and you come out of a stall, and people don't know what you did or didn't do, go, I don't remember eating corn. And you've just ruined everyone's night. Merck came up shy of their expectations. We knew that, though. Kenneth Frazier is retiring. We didn't know that. Um, Is he the guy who invented the vaccine? No, he's the administrator who helps tell people to go invent that and distribute it and market it. Success or failure starts at top. Um, Inside of an annual report of any company you buy... They have to legally come up with an annual report, and it's typically designed by a graphic designer. So you may have dated a graphic designer and gone, what do you do for a living? And like, oh, I make corporate reports. Like, oh, now you get it. Um, Inside of that, there's a a list of who's on the board of directors and who's the management, and it tells you where they previously worked. And in this case, the CEO of Merck probably used to work for the United States – uh, Red Cross or the International Doctors Association. You, you expect something like that. But every now and then you're like, oh, yeah, he was a uh, – he owned a pizza franchise in Michigan. And you're like, a pizza franchise, and now he's a CEO of a healthcare company? That doesn't seem to have a lot in common. So success may not follow him from one venture to the next. He may not know anything about the industry. He may just be a suit. United Health Group. In the news, they announced their CEO is also retiring. I could make a case for United Health Group, probably more so than Merck. I like Merck. They make billions of dollars. It's just not sexy. It's like the death industry. It's not sexy. People die. People get sick. Apple CEO Tim Cook not going anywhere. He's not retiring. It looks like Apple's made a deal to finalize the Apple car. The autonomous electronic vehicle. And it's going to be done by none other than Hyundai Kia. It's a magical car they're working on at Hyundai Kia. And what's interesting to me about this is it's going to be made in Georgia. Apple wants to own the hardware and software. And like you can come up with the wheels and the drive shaft. We don't care. But Apple wants to pick the hardware and the software that goes in it. And what's, to me, interesting, and again, way too early, way too early. I'm not excited in any way, shape, or form. 
I, I might have peed myself, but not excitedly, just loose muscular problem there. Too much information. I'm sorry. I'm so, so sorry. But what's interesting is I find the Asian partner to be very wise by Apple, just instinctually. Where does Apple really want to win? They, you don't want to put all your bets on just America, North America. That would be lovely because North America has the consumers. But every time Apple reports a quarter now, yes, they'll say, yes, we did a sizable beat and meet. Yes, we had a great quarter. Yes, our phones, our 5G, and they're magical. You know, they got pixie dust that, that shoots out of them and, and turns everything good. But what's interesting to me is that Asian angle because um, it shows they're an international company and they get it. And some people in Asia want to buy Asian products. I don't mind buying American products. I rather enjoy it. The American-made blue-collar Bruce Springsteen born in the USA. I get supporting your local community, whether it be the black dollar or the blue-collar dollar or the USA or the North America dollar. I don't know if I totally agree with it, but I get the concept. But we are all international, and Apple gets that. Huh. Lots to think about. No. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Find me online at robblackshow.com. Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. I got a lot to get to. Weekly jobless claims fell more than forecast to 779,000. These are not good numbers. We want that number below 350,000. Below 400,000 would be lovely. 350,000 would be great. We're not there. Falling for the first time unemployment claim to 779,000, it, it tells you we need stimulus. Is it as bad as it was in March? Nope. Bad as it was in December? Nope. A little bit better, in fact. But... The stimulus deal, does it need to be $2 trillion? Probably not. Does it need to be $600 billion? Probably a little bit more. So that's out there as far as concepts to digest for the day. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. Money investing and more. 23andMe is filed to go public. 23andMe is a DNA genetic test kit, which is kind of interesting. Uh, let me tell you some great stories about genetic test kits. A um, friend of mine was going through a divorce, and there was kids involved, and there was a young kid involved. And something dawned on him that, like, hey, this isn't all right. Something's weird. My wife had maybe an affair, and something in his head was like, I should test my last son for DNA to see if he's mine. So he tells her, and she goes to test the son, but she wipes the swab on another kid secretly. His kid, whereas the new kid's not his kid, he later learns because of a DNA test. But when she went in the restroom, she grabbed the swab from the first child and not the second child. And like, ooh, this is like Friday night drama. 
So 23 and Me's going public, and it, it's turned into like a cute Christmas gift, right? $119 or $99 or $60, you can get a test kit and you can give it to your kid who adopted a kid and you can find out where the kid comes from and what sort of ancestry he has and will he be deaf or will he be blind or will he be able to taste things or will he likely to get COVID? It's a pretty neat little test kit. Eh, I don't really care about any of the relatives that it says that I have found. I've got like six cousins in Louisiana or something like that. I'm like, nah, I don't care. But they're coming public and they have a lot of genetic data. This is the problem right now with the IPOs is I'm used to a different system where they go through like a Goldman Sachs or a Morgan Stanley, not where they find a company called VG Acquisition who's got $3.5 billion to burn. And they could have bought 23andMe or they could have bought the Cincinnati Reds. And I don't know what they're going to buy until they bought. And now I have to do research on what, who they bought. And it's a little bit tougher. 23andMe utilizes genetic data from test kits to discover genetic insights that can help be helpful in developing drugs and therapeutics. You're helping the world. When I was filling out my 23andMe test kit, you're like, did you have diabetes in your family? I'm like, yes, yes, I do. Did you have cancer in your family? Yes, yes, I do. And I'm like, oh, boy. They're going to start telling me that I'm going to die of diabetic issues or I'm more prone to it or maybe my blood sugars are better in the morning. Like They're going to start figuring me out. So they are coming public. Are they as sexy as space flight? No. Ticker symbol is going to be me. That's cute. Company's 23 and me. You get it. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Stock market opened with very modest gains after having an interesting week this week of starting lower and moving higher, rallying into the close. Keep in mind, I really don't care what happens on a day-by-day basis. I'm more of a big picture kind of guy. And I think we learned earlier in the show, in the first segment of the 6 o'clock hour, the retail investor really gets the short-term trades well, whereas the professional investor gets the mid-term to long-term trades well. So we're not caught holding something too long, typically, which is a little bit difference between success or failure sometimes. Take a look at the markets. Yeah, we're up for the day. Fascinating. This market never, ever fails to impress me in any way, shape, and or form. Qualcomm falls on disappointing sales, even as adjusted earnings beat expectations. That was a really good quarter. If they had had more materials, they would have met more demand. Good problem to have, except for sometimes you leave it on the table and you don't get to come back to it. Doggy coins up huge today. Yes, doggy coin, the Bitcoin that is a joke. A well-known joke. And you're like, really? Yes. And there's a question of why isn't the SEC doing more with what has happened with GameStop to protect the consumer? And when you get into the different types of how do you protect a consumer, everyone has a legal right to lose money. 
but we protect consumers from gambling. We regulate gamblers. So as to say, you can't have slot machines that never have a payout. They have to have a 12.5% payout or whatever the ratio is. I don't know. I can guarantee you some gamblers laughing at me right now. Like, oh, we all know that gambling payout's not 12.5%. It's 2.5% in Vegas and it's 2.3% in Reno. And sometimes if they need more, like I know, I trust me, I know sometimes I'm not jiving with the, the reality of that example. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Um, S&P 500's up amid strength in financials. Some days I look at the market, I'm like, it doesn't make sense why we're up. Qualcomm's down 6.8%. You know why Qualcomm's down 6.8%? Because it's had a great three-year run. And these expectations were great. And they met many of those expectations. They did not meet and exceed and dance. They did something slightly wrong. So they're down 6.8%. To me, it's a victim of success. Apple's up on news. They are making a car with Kia and Hyundai. Instantly, before I know much, I like the partnership because it's a we are the world moment where North America gets to dance and hold hands with Asia and say, we can solve this problem together in Georgia. Interesting. But electric vehicles are all that in a bucket of chicken. Um, I don't know. The car life cycle. I know someone who got a Tesla, $100,000 Tesla recently. And the way you drive it is like, do you drive it into the ground? Do you kind of drive it to, to baby it? Do you, uh, what's the life cycle of a car? And in 10 years, will that Tesla be cutting edge technology or will it be like, we're looking at it like digital watches, a TI-99, an old computer, an 8086 or an 8386 or 486 or a Pentium. Many, 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 many questions on how technology ages. Why does Apple really want to sell a car? I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. So I said something yesterday that I felt a little weird saying out loud. But a lot of senior citizens in the world, and I call them in-laws, they're not smart enough to like stay on top of their finances anymore. They've lost a little bit of that edge. They're not smart enough to stay on the, oh, I can get a COVID shot first. I didn't know that, even though it's on every news report. How do I go about doing that? So I signed up some in-laws for the COVID test. And now it, it's weird because now we're talking like, you know, this doesn't mean you get to go out and have like, premarital sex and like you know you know you're not supposed to get risky behaviors going just because you've had one shot you need a second one and then the risky behaviors need to stay cool i see the biden administration's asking major league baseball hey can you wait about a month and maybe get some shots before you start back up and i'm like that sounds optimistic so a year ago when gavin newsom said hey there's gonna be no nhl no nfl there's gonna be no football in the state of california at least until thanksgiving i was like that's a bit of a downer now we're starting to say hey can you hold off on baseball for a month so we can do this right 
that's a little bit of an upper. I don't really care about baseball or football, but I kind of st- am reading between the lines here. We'll see if we can rise to the occasion and not blow it and not become super spreaders in the last phase. I don't know if I have a lot of confidence in it. I'm just telling you, there's a, I'm not going to say a light at the end of the tunnel. I don't want to do any of that. I just want to say the news cycle is turning. As an investor, you want to be ahead of that turn. The reopening trade is happening. There are trends to invest in and trends not to ignore. The stay-at-home trend has some winners and losers left over in it. You're going to want to clear out some of the ones that weren't meant to be all that in a bucket of chicken, but that were meant to live in the moment. It'd be beautiful fires, moth to fire, but they weren't meant to be long-term investments. Maybe it's Zoom for you. Maybe it's hydrochloroquine. Maybe it's, I don't know what it is, what your time frame was, but the stay at home, tick, 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 is turning to the reopen tick, 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 tick. And it's like a Edgar Allan Poe where that raven, I hear it all night long. It won't stop. Tick, 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 tick. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money investing and more. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. PayPal shares climb as quarterly profits triple. Admits the increasing use of digital payments. I'm not that big into Venmo and PayPal, but I know people who live on that. Where if you have a French lesson or a Spanish lesson, you're like, oh, can I Venmo you the money? And your hairdresser might be pitting PayPal or Venmo. I get it. But PayPal had a pretty damn good quarter. Company posted $1.57 billion in income, $6.1 billion in revenue. You know, PayPal is another freaking fracking Elon Musk company that he was in. Sold way too early. Even he makes mistakes. But let's just say he used that money to go out and start a company called Tesla. <laughs> so PayPal revealed a 23% increase in revenues, hitting $6.1 billion. PayPal just completed its strongest year in history, helped by the COVID-19 99 sanctions. No, not 1999. The COVID-19. Gosh, has it been all of 2020 and bleeding in 2021 now? Yes. But PayPal took advantage. Do I think PayPal pulled anything forward? Yes. Would I be worried about them? I'd be worried. Would I be panicked? No. Behavioral finance is a science that analyzes why investors often make misguided choices. And CFP, Chad Burton, and myself probably could open a behavioral finance office. Somehow we could license Dr. Freud's image or something like that, and we could teach people how not to make irrational mistakes and irrational decisions. Cars, houses, and wives are the three most expensive things in a man's investor lifetime. Cars, houses, and wives. If you can cut down on number two on any of those, you're going to be wealthy. You can cut down number three, you're going to be wealthier than two. No, you're going to be poorer than two. If you go into number four, you're going to be poorer than three. The more you turn over those issues, the less wealthy you're going to be. So psychologically, try to find someone to love, 
psychologically try to find some place to settle down psychologically go with a good old reliable automobile Audis they're boxy but they last forever right stock markets open with some modest gains I'm not really that worried about stock markets right now we've had a great start to 2021 fantastic start I don't expect every month to be fantastic Boeing's up 2% today. John Deere up 2.1%. I can make a case for John Deere. Anytime the United States spends trillions of dollars, other countries are going to follow. Anytime we spend trillions of dollars, governments give money to farmers and governments give money to contractors and government. And those contractors and farmers go, hmm, how can we make our business more successful? Well, let's buy some tractors, push dirt around. I know you're saying, tell me a fantasy, Rob. Give me a. Since you brought up Freud, tell me a, a fantasy that involves big, powerful tools. I've got a fantasy about a big, powerful tool of riding a Caterpillar or a John Deere tractor down 101 during rush hour, back when rush hour was crazy, and just dinging every single car that I passed. Just dinging them, not taking them out, not smashing them, not rolling over them. Just eh, push the shovel up against the side of their car and scratch it. I know you're saying, ooh, this is going to take many, many, many therapy sessions, Rob. But I think you can make a case for investing in a John Deere because it's in my head. It, it's well known. It's well documented. It's a big tractor thing that some men get behind and like, oh, 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 power. Um, I couldn't make a John Deere tractor. When I use a shovel, I put my foot at the end of it. I pull dirt out. When John Deere does a shovel, it is a hydraulic wonder to watch. I can make a case for John Deere. Long-term patient investor? Absolutely. When it comes to John Deere tractors or Caterpillar tractors, I can count on a two-fingered hand how many companies I would consider. I could go into three fingers if I wanted to go like after Komatsu, but I'm like, I don't even know what currency Komatsu trades in. Is it the yen? Is the I, I don't know. So I'm going to go with the guys I know. The two big players. There's no doubt Komatsu is a big player in Japan. And who knows? Samsung may make these tractors as well. I don't know. I can't tell you everything in the world, but I can tell you market share I can. John Deere and Caterpillar are good enough for me. Market share is important. I think that's what we're learning today. Did a little story earlier in the show about market share on electric vehicles. And how we're just not penetrated with enough electric vehicles sold. And if, we, if the penetration goes from 3% to 30%, the winner is obvious. And you know who I'm talking to. But then again, everyone is starting to make commitments to electric vehicles. So maybe it's not quite as positive. Marilyn Manson in the news. And I don't care. Looked at that. Tried to figure out a financial angle on it. And the best I can come up with is uh, women are not equally treated in the job place or in the world. Or that guys who wear creepy makeup and dress in goth clothes kind of get carried away with their personas. Maybe a little bit of that, right? I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. Um, when it comes to... The day-to-day, so we're now in February, and we're really digesting COVID-19 reopening 
as well as vaccinations, as well as the cost. We're talking a little bit more inflation than we typically do. We tend to talk inflation when we talk about the cost of infrastructure plans, of bailouts, of stimulus. Biden has a democratic agenda or mandate that he could push through his his budget. And he could look at the Republicans and kind of throw the middle finger at them and say, ha ha, you kind of did it to us with the judges. We're going to kind of do it to you with the budget. But it seems to be crafting. Let's try to get some people to have some commentary on it. Maybe the $1,400 check doesn't go to everyone. Maybe it goes to people who are in special need or special states. And They're getting there, and I, I like seeing it. But we are starting to talk a little bit more inflation. But we're still talking another round of stimulus, which is surreal. What a blessing it is if you're long the market to have this conversation. If the market didn't have politicians and the U.S. Treasury – the Federal Reserve working behind the scenes, I, I think we would be in a, if it were survival of the fittest, the fat boys on the beach, the pigs, they're not going to be surviving the, the night, so to speak. Um, it's pretty brutal out there. So, and if we didn't get some government help and government assistance right now, I, I think it would be, we'd be in a much, much more difficult stock market, which some people would say that's normal and healthy. Let it happen. Don't engineer us out of this. I get it. You can find me online at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. I don't know if this is a fair statement of me, but sometimes I get a little depressed doing this job. I know you're saying, where are you going with this, Rob? Be careful. I know, I know. And I'll try to be as careful as I can be. Sometimes the job gets a little discouraging. And again, I just see you, the average person, doing a lot of things wrong. Um, so I try to coach a little bit. I try to teach a little bit. Can't say that I'm always going to get it right, but, uh, we try. And one of the things I, I kind of wish I could pass on to you is do the same thing with your kids. This is the Super Bowl weekend. Watch the Super Bowl commercials. Go take a look at, you know, Pepsi as an investment. This is a dumb thing for him to say, but if you can afford a Super Bowl commercial, you could probably afford a CEO and a marketing department, and you're trying to get your product in front of millions and millions of people. Watching some of the Super Bowl commercials of this year versus last year, Robin Hood's going to be featured on the Super Bowl, and I go, that could not be worse timing. Like, that almost has to be a joke, right? And the answer is, no, it's not. But then again, you remember the E-Trade commercial, right? Please tell me you remember the E-Trade commercial where the monkey was riding a rocket to the moon. We didn't really learn anything. The E-Trade commercial from 25 years ago has become the Robin Hood commercial. That's okay, I guess. I am trying to push a little sense of normalcy on you, if that's at all possible. Try not to be the greedy person. 
again, if that is at all possible. Um, easier said than done at times, right? 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. Um, I get a lot of emails at times where Robin Hood's blowing up on people and they're hearing for the first time. Oh, and by the way, Robin Hood was the number one app on Apple Store and Google Store last week. And they're running a Super Bowl ad to try to get people to download the software. They actually got them downloading the software. It just wasn't for the reason they wanted, which again, is bad press, good press? And I, I believe the answer is yes. So I see the most mistakes when people are speculative. And right now is when I see the most mistakes. People getting the wrong idea. I would rather you max out your 401k than try to be the greatest investor of all time. A police officer saw me at a dog park two days ago. And he's a lovely man from San Francisco. And I've, I've known him through the years. And he said, yeah, one of our officers just pulled in. He made $3 million on GameStop. I'm like, I hope he sold. And I say, congratulations to him. But if he didn't sell, he didn't really make $3 million yet, now did he? And maybe it was $3 million two days ago when he last saw him. Now it's a million dollars. Again, I begrudge no one. I just, I tend to go, you know, a lot of people lost money. For the police officer to make $3 million, it's a transfer of wealth. It's not just, yeah, I get the institution. Trust me, I do. I get that there's some joy, if not downright glee, that they blow it. And they're losing hundreds of millions of dollars. And that cop got 2 to $3 million of it. Realistically speaking, though, I see more... And it was funny because one of the last things I said to the police officer was something along the lines of lawyers make the worst investors. And what I was trying to get at to him was like, just because you're a police officer, don't get too cocky. Don't get too arrogant. If you're a doctor, the worst that I see are, are lawyers. They're used to winning. They're used to arguing their case. And I see them get into an investment and it works out. And then they get a little overconfident. They would get into another one and they hire someone like me. Just dropping it out there for you. Again, if I'm accused of murder, I want a murder attorney who's the best of the best. Wouldn't that be ironic if a couple of years from now I'm accused of murder? Don, don, don. Or would it be a coincidence? The Bank of England has cut the 2021 growth forecast, but suggests negative rates won't come anytime soon. So we're in a transition where we're going, 2021 is not going to be as bad as it could have been, but it's also not going to be as good as we want it to be. So now we're going to start pushing the good year to 2022. Some sectors will have a good 2021. Some will have a great 2021. Some will have an underperformance is what we're starting to see a little bit more uh, as far as the regulators are telling us, a little bit more disclosure from the corporations. Deutsche Bank posted its first annual profit since 2014 as volatile markets helped its investment bank boom. Okay, if you haven't posted a profit since 2014, I'm passing. Just call, call it a standard. Call it a standard. Apple announces. No, they didn't announce. It's been leaked that Kia is going to be, help make the hardware cars for Apple. Apple's up. 
1% on this news today. 1%. Now, again, I'm not trying to say Wall Street's stupid, but it's a huge up. Maybe part of it's built in, right? Maybe part of it's a little bit of disappointment with what the stock did after it reported a 5G quarter, which was a blowout quarter. A stunning quarter. $100 billion. $100 billion in profit. Like, what? <laughs> like, what? Hundred billion in revenue, hundred billion in profit. Like you start going, like some of these numbers just get mind blowing. And you're like, wait, wait, cars? And it's not responding, which tells me it's probably built into the stock. It, you, you might be disappointed. To me, I'm like, well, it's been a good two or three years. You, you might go, well, I thought the news was going to move it, and it didn't. Always try to be learning. Always try to be studying. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Find me online at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. Don't be shy. Take a phone. Give me a call. Rob Black.